You're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 65, Scorts and Lettuces, a USA of Fun special. Thank you so much for being patient while we edited this bumper-long episode. What we didn't realise when we were recording is that my microphone was not on, so not only do you get to hear my voice in slightly lower quality, you also get to hear me typing, drinking tea, and rummaging through some porridge with a spoon. We'll be back on our normal schedule from now on. Enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie Rosie and and Jessica's USA of Farm. That's Germany. That's France. (laughs) What's America? That's, I'm sorry, I haven't a clue. That's Germany. That's South Africa. (laughs) How does he... Oh, I know this because we sang it. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the Rosie and Jessica America special! Rosie and Jessica's USA of fun! USA. USA. Hey, well, we enjoyed our week off because we were on holiday and now we're back and I don't know what time zone I live in anymore. Oh boy. Holly Bob's a hard work. Oh my goodness. I came back and thought, maybe I died? (laughs) You know how lost? They're like, where did the flight really go? Oh, they were dead all along. We're not dead. We're very much alive. I was going to say I'm kicking, but not quite there yet. Uh, I woke up at 8 o'clock this morning and thought, yes, I'm back on good old blighty GMT and then fell asleep and had an anxiety dream about doing improv again for an hour and a half. So I've woken up. I think I my time zone wise, I'm roughly just off island into the Atlantic. Like I've decided to row the Atlantic, but I'm rubbish and have got stranded quite early on because I'm like a little bit shunted to the left, but not. Like, I'm an hour behind. If I were French, I'd be in England. Yes. That that makes it, if anything, more confusing. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, we've had a brilliant time. Maybe you should aim for British summertime instead of GMT. That might help you as well. Actually, I'm on GMT, not be... Uh, my brain hurts. Yeah, my brain did it. Uh, it was just weird a gar thing. It was very confusing. I've spent the last week in bed catching up on, oh, a lot of TV that I had videoed over the two weeks. Turns out I video a lot of BBC4 documentaries, non Je ne regret rien. What documentaries did you video? I've not seen any documentaries. Uh, one about horse dancing, one about <laughs> human dancing. That was not what I was expecting you to say. Is the one about human dancing Strictly Come Dancing? Because that's not a documentary. No, it was about Louis Fourteenth and how he kind of invented ballet. It wasn't as interesting as the horse dancing one, because the horse dancing one was Lucy Worsley, although... She at no point dressed up as a horse. She did dress up and everything else. Okay, good. I was going to say, you can't have her not dressing up. That's missing a trick. Uh, videoed one about monasteries, canals, Victorian do-gooders, women. That was BBC Two, actually. My son. <laughs> Some guy's mother. Let us take you back through the magic of podcasting to <laughs> two, three weeks ago. Some time ago. When Rosie and Jessica are about to depart, this sounds like I'm about to go into an audio clip. Hey, we did not record a single iota of podcast while we were on holiday, so we're just going to describe it instead. At length. Let's take you back to when we're about to leave and get our flight. Jessica and I meet at Green Park Station. I identify her by her very bright turquoise suitcase and dyed red hair. <laughs> she identifies me because I am coming at her at speed. 
with a really intense look also you were taller than everyone around you just like striding down the platform at me yeah i i like to uh to cut an entrance that's not the phrase cut a swathe cut a swathe also you're wearing a barbie t-shirt i was wearing a barbie t-shirt and very high-waisted leggings we get on the train it takes ages to get to heathrow my goodness <sighs> a hand cross i present jessica with her in-flight entertainment bag that i have prepared <laughs> for her because i am the greatest sister in the world fun fact it was very good I've done a lot of the arrow words. I've done some of my Sudoku and I've nearly finished Country File magazine. Oh, incidentally, I have the free pastel pegs that came with your home life magazine. Oh, lovely. Thank you so much. We made it to Heathrow in plenty of time. Had a very complicated Starbucks encounter where they kept getting things wrong. They were just rubbish. Uh, Then, because of my cane-wielding self, we got to ride a fancy buggy to the gate from the terminal that was the best bit i pretty much highlighted the holiday it was all downhill from there because you just charge through the bowels and the non-bowels of heathrow people throwing themselves out of the way knocking other holiday makers down like nine pins and then we got on the plane and we watched inside out and surprisingly i did not cry i liked inside out i loved inside out but it's a, a weepy film and there's that thing about how the air pressure makes you cry more. I think it's an emotional thing as opposed to the changes in pressure forces liquid out of your eyes more easily. <laughs> but there's a, definitely a study about how people cry on airplanes. And we watched that and then I watched Pitch Perfect 2 and you were going to watch Cinderella and then the next thing I know I look over and you're watching Frozen. Yeah, obviously. Good times. Oh, and I had a lovely butter chicken on the flight, which I was not expecting. They said, do you want a chicken curry? And I was like, oh yeah, maybe. And it was butter chicken, which is my favourite curry, because I don't like flavour. I had uh, couscous and roast vegetables and like marinated tomato things. It was really tasty. And I was very pleased that I had come prepared with slip-on shoes and lovely woolly socks <laughs> that our mum had made me. So as soon as we were, you know, seatbelt sign goes off, I think, now's the time. And I put on comfortable flying socks. Deploy the knitwear. And then we arrived and we thought it was stupid o'clock in the morning. And then our friend picked us up. Thank you so much, Catherine. We would have... Oh dear. We would not have made it. We would not have survived. We navigated the unbelievably complicated motorway system in the Washington DC area. What's going on there? Too many roads, if you ask me. And we spent a night, overnight, in Washington. And were greeted the next morning by pumpkin spice lattes. And the most humid weather I've ever encountered. Oh my goodness We were warned about it, but I wasn't prepared for it when I opened the door. It was like, we're in the swamp. It was soup. I always forget that Washington and Virginia are the south because I think, yes, the seat of power. That must be the north. <laughs> no. The the truce of the Civil War was that the capital had to be in the south. Maybe that's true. Maybe I invented that. I don't know. But quite unbearable. But what you remember about America is air conditioning everywhere. Yeah, you know who arranged for the Capitol building turned up in the south and the treasury in the north? It wasn't Hamilton, was it? Alexander Hamilton. His name is Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> With no help from Aaron Burr, sir. That is the number one topic in America. I try to engage about the presidential debate. They don't want to hear about it. But everybody loves to talk about Hamilton the musical. Everyone loves Hamilton the musical. That is a national obsession. With good reason. It turns out to be very good. Oh, it's excellent. But I was not expecting it. <laughs> Anyway, so we're in Washington, and what do we see? The Capitol building? No. That big Lincoln face? No. The the pointy Lincoln... Pointy space stick. Sp- st- st- no, we went to a cat cafe. Yay! Which is not where they serve cat meat. <laughs> Disappointed to learn. We made friends. Our, our time in the South was mainly characterised by me falling in love with various cats. Oh, Turns out... Goes. 
Oh god, I love. I don't. I miss her so much. I really love cats, and I didn't know. I thought I hated animals, and I really want a cat. And I've told everybody, and they're like, "You can't have a cat, Rosie. You can barely look after yourself." So we went to a cat cafe. I drank two pumpkin spice lattes for breakfast. I lost my mind. Then I touched a lot of cats. We drove to Richmond via a Panera, which is a great brand. We should have it over Panera, here. I like Panera. Lovely pumpkin pasta. Then we went to Richmond to stay with our friends. And on the first night, I was so tired, I could barely speak. It was really hard. It was awesome. We watched some college football and ate some tea. I mean, drank some tea. And then we had some dinner. That was Saturday. On Sunday, we went to the symphony because we are classy ladies. That was lovely. I really enjoyed that. It was great. They did Beethoven's Ninth, which I knew about because I've been watching Simon Russell Beale's symphony programme, BBC4 documentary, so thank you. And because it was the first concert of the season, it started with them playing the Star Spangled Banner and just all standing up and joining in. Turns out I know a lot of the words. <laughs> Very good. I knew none of the words up until the bit that they always cut to in films just as the game's about to start. And you'll be pleased to note that during this performance, nobody put in a thousand extra notes like Christina Aguilera at the Super Bowl or something. That was painful. Oh, you know what? There is a tune... They haven't given you that sheet music as a serving suggestion. That is how you're meant to sing it. I accidentally saw a little bit of X Factor last night because it was on at work and there were four of us just watching it in horror going, just because the notes are there doesn't mean you have to use them all. This is not a buffet. Oh, now I'm thinking about buffets. She sounded like the audio equivalent of trying to decide what you wanted a buffet and taking a little bit of everything. She did not get through. Good. So we went to the symphony I made best friends with a cat who I was told was the haughty cat who, whenever there were guests, hit upstairs and doesn't like anyone. Tickles just came, sat on my lap, headbutted me in the boob and sat there for ages. <laughs> as we learnt from no such thing as a fish, headbutting is the cat equivalent of a high five. I really wanted to take that cat home. One of the main things I wanted to do while we were in Richmond was go to a place we went when we were small, which is the Galaxy Diner, a space-themed diner. And we did, and you were served a bucket of Coke. The drink. <laughs> you guys have Coke here? Ah, uh, classic. I mean, that, I, there was no way I was going to drink it. That was more than the human stomach can possibly contain. And then I ordered some fries, and he said, do you want a side or a basket? And I thought, I'm a bit peckish, I'll have a basket. Did not need a basket, but it was tasty. We had pie as well. Oh my god, I just remember the pie place. I completely forgotten the pie place. The pie place was awesome. Uh, oh my goodness, I'd completely forgotten the pie. They do vegan versions as well, so you have, like, pie main course and then sweet pie for pudding. Mmm, sweet pie. I had a butter chicken pie because there was an ongoing theme that week. Because uh, Rosie loves butter chicken. I'm really sorry. If you were giving me the opportunity to eat something I already like in a pie, we've been through the lasagna pie before, <laughs> then I'm going to do it. I had a three bean chilli pie. Uh, and then we had pudding pie, and Rosie posed pudding pie. I had chocolate cream. Pie with raspberries, chocolate raspberry cream, chocolate cream raspberry. I had peach and blackberry streusel and we got the pudding to take away, or to go, rather. Uh, and we jumped back in the car and drove to a park that was on a hill and had a lovely view of Richmond. And the weather was amazing. It was... Like for the whole trip, actually, the weather was amazing. Didn't rain once. Nope. Ooh. Yay! Shame. So all in all, we had a lovely time in Richmond. And then... We caught a train for seven and a half hours to New York City. But more on that later. <clears throat> so that was step one of our trip. The South. Jessica, 
What's your USA of Fun song? My USA of Fun song is, and this is my first ever repeat of an artist, Fight Song by Rachel Platten. Explain. Rosie looks horrified by this. No, I was thinking about how many times I've repeated artists. I think I'm already repeating a song today. Yeah, I mean, that was going to be my, my follow-up to say you, you've repeated people before. Uh, yeah, I thought this was going to be like the song of the holiday because we heard it quite a lot in the car driving around Richmond. Um, but then we didn't really hear it much more. But we actually didn't really listen to the radio much after that. So I'm claiming it. It happened. Fight song by Rachel Platten. The playlists of radio stations, not necessarily extensive. We had a lot of the same songs at the same did. time. It's my song now because we're doing a very different lineup for the show. Rosie, what's your song? My song, which I've almost certainly had before in this programme, is 14th Street by Rufus Wainwright. Because, as we're about to talk about, we went to New York, and every time we went through 14th Street Station, or indeed on 14th Street, I would say, I know a song about this, do you want to hear it? And you would say, for the love of God, no. <laughs> That's like, we're, we're not drunk and we haven't got flip-flops on. We can't do it. Well, that's actually Poses by Rufus Wainwright and it's about Fifth Avenue. But that was oh, one of the few right. things I wanted to do in New York that we didn't do, which was get drunk and wear flip-flops off it. 14th Street, Rufus Wainwright. Oh, it's a lovely song. Good. It's quite uplifting for a Rufus Wainwright song. Right, section two. New York, New York. This is going to be a song-heavy episode. I'm singing and I'm in a store and I'm, I'm singing, singing in a store. We had our first experience with the Amtrak, and it was great. Roomy seats, attentive staff, seven and a half hours, very expensive Twix. <laughs> I watched a lot of television, you read nearly a whole book. I read Eleanor and Park by Rainbow Rowell. Then we got to the Airbnb, accidentally buying New Jersey, say no more, say no more. The Airbnb was brilliant because it meant we could just have a home base for any DIY need. No. <laughs> We could just sit down, there was a kitchen, we could do some cooking, we had a sofa. Most importantly, we had access to Netflix. And we had a sofa that turned into Lazy Boy recliners. So, I mean, I don't, I'm amazed we did anything, to be honest. Yeah, because at first it's like, oh, are we watching too much Netflix? The fact that we ever left the house. We're like, um, I'm on holiday, we've done stuff, but I already did something today. So, on Netflix, we watched season eight of Psych, season three of Miss Fisher... All of Kimmy Schmidt, quite a bit of Once Upon a Time, uh, at least five episodes of Murder, She Wrote, Mean Girls at Clueless. But we also went out and did things. No, we did like loads of sightseeing and valuable things every single day. We went to MoMA, we went to the public library. Twice. We walked the High Line. Our friend Jessie came to stay, and that was brilliant. We astounded her by taking her to American Girl Place. Oh, what a store. For those of you unfamiliar with American girls, they are very expensive high-end dolls. Well, actually, not that high-end. Plastic uh -huh. dolls. They were originally just a line of historical dolls, and now it's all, get a doll that looks like you. They all have the same face. It's astonishing, and you can spend $58 on an American girl-sized slow cooker set. My slow cooker costs £30, <laughs> which is less than $58, and I can actually cook in it. And it is not the size of my hand. Anyway, great times. Capitalism in action. It's amazing. I love it. But also with Jessie, we bought the High Line, which is an amazing... What is it? I should have done some research. It used to be a train track. Yeah. And now it's a public park. Yeah, they've um, like planted it all up and put walkways down. And obviously there aren't any trains on it. <laughs> yeah, that would be terrifying. But exhilarating. It's so down in Chelsea, isn't it? Yes. Um, you end up in the meatpacking district. Well, hey. 
that is great. You get a lot of fantastic views. And it has so many benches. As a, a bench user, I was very well impressed. Yeah, many opportunities to have a little sit down. What was good about our trip was that we've been to New York before, so we didn't feel the need to be like, oh, right, Empire State. And we did go to the Empire State Building, but that was because I wanted to go to build a bear and it's in the ground floor. We could relax and just go and see what we wanted to, rather than feeling we had to tick things off. But we did actually see quite a few areas. We got to explore Brooklyn, we went to Soho, we went to the Meatpacking District. Yeah, we did quite a few bits that we hadn't hadn't done before, kind of different neighbourhoods, and it was cool. Our area was also really nice where we were staying. We were just next to Prospect Park, where we didn't ever go, in Brooklyn. And one day we turned the corner to get to the subway station and the block next to us was having a lovely street party. Or as I guess it would be termed, block party. Oh, oh, that's why that band is called that. I once made a joke in history class about having an Eastern block party and my history teacher looked absolutely furious. <laughs> they had bunting, they had a water slide, they had a miniature carnival swingy thing, barbecues, basketball hoops. Jollity, lots of kids riding around on little tricycles. Bands, beer. Battlestar Galactica. Everyone was just having a lovely time. It was great and we just straight We through. just marched straight through the middle of it and uh, got on the subway. Yeah, we got very familiar with the F train. Well, no, the first week we were there... The route we were on had planned engineering works. So it was just like being at home, really. Okay, the subway is dreadful. And any bad thoughts you've ever had about the tube, I take them all back. No maps, no posters saying just the stops on that line on each carriage, no countdowns. The service, very intermittent. In England, every three to four minutes. In America, every ten I'm not waiting 10 minutes. I, I got onto the Jubilee Line platform the other day, looked up at the countdown, and it said five minutes. Are you having a giraffe? I'd started writing letters of complaint to my MP. Terrible. De Blasio needs to pull his finger out. Thank you, local knowledge. Well done. Um, but welcome. very graffiti-free, I will give it that. Yes, and then I made it into that 99% invisible of our graffiti trees. It was very interesting. I also enjoyed all the um, posters about how to behave on the subway that they've recently put up. They're good. So they have the usual don't eat stinky food because it's gross. And don't stand just inside the door because it's stupid. And get your backpack out of everyone's faces. And also, the big poster that says, uh, dude, stop the manspreading because these seats are designed for three people. Like, your knees don't need a seat. So we had a lovely time in Brooklyn. And then we moved to Manhattan for two nights to stay in a swanky hotel, like swanky people. That was definitely the nicest hotel bathroom I've ever encountered. Those beds were so comfortable. Oh boy. The shower was just really nice. I would like that shower in my house, please. Well, lucky for you, amongst all the robes and toiletries, I stole the shower. Yay! I didn't steal the robes because they're $100 Yeah, each. I mean, well, there's no such thing as stealing hotel bathrobes, is there? Because they have your credit card details. So they go into the room, see that there's one missing and charge you for it. There's like, you, it is impossible to steal a hotel bathrobe. Yeah, it's just beautifully tiled. It's like one of those rainfall numbers. Very comfortable beds. Every day at turndown, you got a new sweet sort of gourmet. Don't touch the mini bar. Because you may as well sell your kidneys. And we got lovely blue face masks. And wore them with our white robes. And it looked very funny. Spa-ish. Spa-like. Like two faces of blue kind of thing. It was creepy. It was cool. Spartan. No, I thought it was quite nicely fun. (sighs) We had considered going to a Broadway show. But they all seemed A, uninteresting. And B, very expensive. Or C, we're coming to London. Or D, we're already in London. But what we did go and see was a NPR recording of one of our favourite podcasts, Ask Me Another, while we were in Brooklyn. Sort of near a canal in an industrial district. 
That was weird because you walk through and it's like warehouse, warehouse, warehouse around the corner. Oh, trendy looking hipster bar. With quite enormous performance space in the back. Yeah. It's quite a small bar out front and then a sort of barn in the back with a big stage and a bar and loads of seats. And yes, we went to see Ask Me Another recorded, which had Afira Eisenberg as usual host and Jonathan Colton. And then the guest was an artist who does New Yorker covers. And it was really good fun. It was really interesting. I mean, the rounds are always good, but they had particularly good rounds this time. Yeah, it was a really good selection because the only downside is occasionally the knowledge that you need is a little US-centric. But this time I could get all of the answers. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could get the ones that I knew, obviously. It's a quiz. I love a quiz. And we got free Maker's Mark cocktails because Maker's Mark was sponsoring them. It was sponsored by Maker's Mark. Thank you, Maker's Mark. It was delicious. It was cinnamony and apple. I obviously love autumn and I really like bourbon. So an autumnal bourbon cocktail is very much up my alley and down my throat. (laughs) They haven't broadcast that episode yet, but we will alert you as soon as it is online and you can listen out for Rosie and Jessica laughing or applauding. Applauding politely. We made sure as Brits to stand up and applaud like Orson Welles. Basically, we had a great time in New York. We went to Fluffy's, a diner we once went to in the past. We went to a disappointing Christmas shop. We leaned against a lot of Starbucks windows to steal their Wi-Fi. Did a lot of Starbucks leaning. Well, one of the main things we wanted to do while we were in New York is go and have tea at the plaza like Eloise. I'm Eloise. I'm six. And I would like your tea, please. Well, which is great. They accommodated Vegan Jessica very happily. She had the standard vegan tea. I had the children's Eloise tea. It came with candy floss and PB&J sandwiches. It was terrific. I felt very classy there. It was nice. Yes. It's very pleasant. I had a lovely vanilla tea. We put it on our posh frocks. As ever, you do not need a chocolate mousse-based cake in a cream tea or an afternoon tea because it is too, too much. It's too rich. Every tea I've ever had, you get to the patisserie section and, you know, there's a, a you want light things, a bit of fruit. And then there's always one chocolate thing that you bite into and you think, I'm dying. I'm, oh, God, I've got diabetes. My heart. Too much. You don't need that. I have never passed up the opportunity to eat a chocolate-based product. This is the first time ever I bit into something and went, no, my face is melting. Can't do it. It was so chocolatey. The rest of it, delicious. Oh, what I liked was the way uh, they, they served it all at once on these sort of tea stands. And on the bottom layer were your scones, and they'd been warmed and beautifully wrapped in a napkin. I couldn't quite work out how they'd wrapped it at first. I thought it might be a specific scone warmer. But it was actually a nicely folded napkin enveloping it round, enveloping it, and acting as an envelope. Like a duvet. Yum, 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 yum. It was a, it was a good thing. I'm glad we went out for our posh tea. In short, I love the Isle of Manhattan. Jessica, what is your snack? My snack? Oh, goodness. So much snacking from oh, this holiday. God. Wow. I couldn't decide, well, I have decided it took me ages to decide on a snack because there were so many options and I've just changed my mind and it's going to be waffles. Oh, okay. You sound baffled and disappointed. Well, I too have brought snacks to the table, not literally today, Oh, as it's a bonanza and I'm thus allowed in on this segment, which apparently I'm never allowed in on because of the one time I tried to defend the indefensible and it, I'm now not allowed my own segment anymore. What I liked, and I say liked, was overwhelmed by was oh we have oreos well in america you have eight thousand types of oreo and in every combination so you can have oreo and then double stuff oreo and then 
God, there's a lot of stuff Oreo, and then you have golden Oreos, double stuff. Then you have a mix and match, which is one half chocolate, one half golden. Birthday cake Oreos, mint Oreos, rip off thin mint Oreos. Too many Oreos. That's not even get started on Pop Tarts. Well, I mean, ah! if you look at my notes here, tunic. Oh, birthday cake Oreos. Originally, it was going to be birthday cake Oreos because um, have you can't taken some? get them here. I have, but I have already had Oreos, and I've already had Pop Tarts as a snack. So I didn't put either of those down. And I've already had donuts as a snack, so I didn't put those down either. And then I remembered that I really like waffles, and I ate waffles, and I haven't had waffles for ages. And also, you know who also really likes waffles? Leslie Nope. We watched that on Netflix too. Waffles. My snack is breakfast all the time. Slash waffles. Pop-tarts, hot fudge sundae, and blueberry were the new ones I tried. I brought some hot fudge sundae ones home. And I don't know whether it's because they spent seven hours in a plane. Or it's Britain, and so they're just... When I ate them here, they were claggy and made me sad. (laughs) Uh, In America, they were claggy and made me happy. But here I was like, oh no. Oh dear. Yeah, blueberry one's pretty good. I had one for breakfast this morning. Well, I had one for the first course of my breakfast. The second course will follow shortly after this podcast recording. Lucky Charms. Oh, good lord. I blocked this from my memory for a second. Normal breakfast cereal, covered in sugar, full of marshmallows, of course. The many colours of marshmallow turn the milk a sort of attractive grey. I didn't eat those because they're not, they're meaty. But Fruit Loops, they're weird. Surprisingly lemony. Yeah, they stank. I didn't want to say anything at the time, but they were gross. Right, okay, you pour yourself a bowl of Fruit Loops and go, Jesus Christ, look at the colours on those. Then you put some milk in those, and if you leave them, they're actually pretty tasty. If you eat them straight away, they taste too citrusy. Like, who wants citrus breakfast cereal? When you go for fruit, I mean, I know lemons are fruits, but that's not like the first fruit you'd think of as a flavour people have. Lemon, that should be lemon loops or citrus loops. And fruit loop should be strawberry, banana, orange. I can't quite believe we've managed to get this far through this recording without mentioning the fact that very early on in our holiday, I ate a donut which had bacon on it. Yeah. It was incredible. We went to a donut place. They didn't seem to have any bacon donuts on display. I had been warned about them. So I went for a donut called the Vanilla Hot Mess because I am one. Then we realised that they had bacon and it was it wasn't quite what i thought it was going to be because it just had sort of four small it's basically a maple glazed donuts with some with a couple of rashes of bacon straped over the top of it i thought it was going to be like pancetta candied bacon on bacon that's, bits not not bacon bits from a packet but actual bits of ba- bits of bacon rather than four snipped off bits of rasher still delicious not complaining also in my snack we're still in my snack jessica of breakfast all day I would like to mention that we went to an IHOP because I had said before we went I wanted to go to an IHOP because I like the idea of there being an international house of pancakes. And I had French toast. And, like, the food, fine. But I was very pleased to have gone. Four different flavours of syrup on the table when you get there. Hey, what's to stop me just drinking that and leaving? Nothing. Loads is there to stop you doing that. Common decency for a start. Gag reflexes. Needle and fed! Needle and fed. The sweets needle and fed. I don't know what's happening. I'm doing a Muppet voice. Well, that's what we watched. The first episode of the new Muppet program. Oh, yeah. It was fine. We visited several local yarn stores and bought wool in all of them. Jessica. Yes. While we were in Richmond, you visited the knitting basket. We visited the knitting basket and you bought some wool. The knitting basket was adorable. Upstairs from a sort of prom bridesmaid's dress store. What did you buy? And tell me all about it. I bought some green yarn. I don't have it to hand. I do not remember the name of the brand. It is in my... It's over... It's somewhere else. It's like away. I just... I bought some slight, gently variegated, chunky green wool that I'm going to knit into a bobble hat. 
It's cotton, not wool. It was a really nice little store. Yeah, it was cute. There was a class going on. I fought not to buy some rainbow striped wool and won, mainly because it was like $36. And also, I have a real problem with buying things that look great on a skein and then knitted up, I would be like, so I did not buy anything there. But don't worry, friends, I did spend almost all of my money on wool while we were there. Yeah, you did, but you know. In Brooklyn, we went to La Casita, which is a yarn shop and cafe. We did not go to the cafe element, as we had just come from tea at the plaza. It was a little bit full. But it was very nice. On the way in, I said to Jessica, don't let me buy any variegated yarn. And then, of course, started picking up loads of variegated yarn. So I said, stop buying variegated yarn. What did you do? I bought striped yarn. This is only two colours. It's going to look great. So I bought some Hello Mellow, dyed in Brooklyn, limited edition hand dyed, not much information on the label, but it's a sort of four-ply fingering weight wool in red and purple stripes. I have already identified for all of the yarn I bought projects for it, so I will be knitting some socks. That's very impressive. Thank you. They offered to wind it for me, but I took it home to wind myself and weighed it as I went, so I've already wound it into and cut it in half into two separate yarn cakes so that I can do toe-up socks and use up all of the yarn. And they'll be That's identical. a good, good idea. Oh boy, am I great. <laughs> La Casita was really sweet. The lady who ran it was really cool, and they had loads of fun knitted models around the shop, uh, including a knitted version of a frog mid-dissection. Frog and rat, I think. Which apparently you can buy on Etsy. I have not felt the urge yet, but if you wanted to, you could. Felt urge. Oh, very nice. We made a trek while we were in New York, Manhattan, to go to Pearl Soho, which many people had told us we ought to visit. That was lovely. I really liked it, though. It was a lovely store. It's knitting and also fabrics for quilting at the back. I took a great picture of the wall of yarn, which I'll post on the show notes. Uh, well, I wanted to buy yarn that was local or, you know, for the, the store. So I bought some Pearl Soho line weight, which is a light fingering or three ply. I bought two skeins because I always just buy one skein of like lace weight wool. And then you can either make a really small thing or you have to pad it out with something else. Whereas I thought, right, I'm going to buy two and then I can actually find something to do. So I'm going to knit the distant hours shawl that I found on Ravelry. And I got the colour pink grapefruit, which is absolutely beautiful. That's really nice. nice. It's kind of corally. Yeah. Uh, and again, they were really nice in there. And it was the New York yarn crawl the day we were leaving New York. So because we were going to miss the yarn crawl, the uh, lady at the till gave us a Pearl Soho bag that everyone who visited during the crawl would get. Which is quite good because my stash is overflowing the bag it's meant to go in. And I've now put all of these spares from the Yosemite Falls cardigan. I bought 10 balls of wool to make that. It used just over three. <laughs> so I have really loads of that wool left. Awkward. Well, it's quite good because I have in my queue loads of four-ply shawls. Since it would make a good shawl, it would be a good weight for that. So those are our yarn chops. Uh, while we were there, I also knitted my first sock. So my White Hilda's sock thing that I've been knitting, I finished one and I am very nearly turning the heel on the next one but it is quite boring <laughs> and jessica you are knitting i'm still knitting that tunic it is not fast to knit no but uh it's gonna be good when i finish it which will be in i estimate 2017 
I also I bought a fat quarter when we were at Pearl Soho for quilting. Oh yes, a little orange kind of flowered number, a sixty style print. Section three. Section three. Boston. I don't know any songs about Boston. Oh, there's an Amanda Palmer song, but it's nine minutes long. Let's not do that one. All the cities <laughs> in the world. We went to Boston partly because we thought it'd be nice to go somewhere else, mainly to meet in person our dear friend Margaret H. Willison, one bossy dame. Pop culture happy hours, fourth chair, occasional. The most friendly person on the planet. So we went to impose ourselves upon her, and it was a great decision. Invited. We didn't just turn up at her house. Oh yeah, she knew we were coming. Hiya! We got the Amtrak from Penn Station. That place is a dump! To Boston. We got to go through Connecticut, and it all looked like Cabot Cove. It was lovely. The view out of the window all the way up the coast was, was a delight. I would quite happily live in any of those houses. <laughs> I did say that for our entire journey. It's like, yeah, I could live here. The weather was not full on autumn yet, but on that train ride, we did get to see a few turning leaves, a lot of boats. Boats, boats, boats. Jessica Fletcher jogging along in her grey tracksuit, <laughs> solving some murders. It was delightful. And then we arrived in Boston. We went off for a vegan mid-afternoon breakfast. Oh, that was a good breakfast. We met Margaret at her library and were enveloped in the warm embrace of her friendship and love. So while we were in Boston, we went on the Margaret tour of Boston, which was mainly great places to eat and dog statues and graveyards. Not complaining about either of those. Not at all. And on the Saturday, we went to a fluff festival. What is a fluff festival? Well, marshmallow fluff, the condiment spread jar of fun was invented (laughs) in Boston. And every year they have a festival in its honour and we met the Flufferettes, who are a burlesque troupe, dressed up as sort of sexy marshmallow you see, jars. I, I think about it, I realize they're, they're not burlesque, really, are they? They're the Rockettes, but fluff-based. Oh, yeah. Although it turns out that when they're not dressed as that, they, they are a real burlesque troupe. Right. They hadn't just come together for this. I mean, that would be a lot of effort. Um, yeah, Somerville Fluff Festival, because marshmallow fluff was invented in Somerville in 1913. So it's like real food. I thought it was like a recent weird thing that they'd invented. What I liked about the Fluff Festival was that everywhere you looked, there were just people with fluff all over their faces. I had French toast with fluff all over it. And then we went to the pub. Then we went to a pub and I ordered cider and who was to say what I was given? <laughs> that yeah, stuff was, was like the hoppiest ale I've ever had. It was rank. So Margaret drank it. <laughs> oh no. We, well, we were staying with one bossy dame. We managed to see the other bossy dame. Hi, Sophie. Hi, Sophie. We Skyped with Sophie and also her daughter. And she had sent, in advance of our arrival, vegan honey cake, which obviously wasn't honey cake, it was molasses cake. And it was so delicious. It was like the best cake. She was completely right. You could in no way tell it was for freaky vegans. Like She didn't say that. This is my phrasing. But you can (laughs) tell it was vegan at all. It was exactly the same texture. It was it was so good. She sent us Philadelphia snacks, not the cream cheese spread. I mean, snacks from Philadelphia. Those peanut cheese were really good as well because they tasted like Snickers. Did you take the second packet at home? Yes, I did. Yeah, I thought you might have done. Interesting. I would have shared them, but I accidentally ate all of them. Rude. They were for me as well. But you can have a Snickers. I'll buy you a Snickers. <laughs> we met a lot of dogs. We did meet a lot of dogs. Uh, we hung out in the Harvard area. Harvard Square. Plentiful free Wi-Fi. We saw the uh, the Harvard marching band coming down the road towards us on their way to the stadium to practice for the big game that night. That was excellent. We learnt that instead of Oyster cards, Boston have Charlie cards. 
named after a man in a song. And the most important thing we went to in Boston was a twee-themed birthday party where we made flower crowns as our activity. Which we wore for the following 24 hours. Mine's balanced on my hat on top of my dressmaker's dummy. Mine is on that photo frame I do not care for with my badger mask and my flower crown, my other one. Yes, we went to Margaret's friend Anna's birthday party and met all of her friends. Talked about Hamilton a lot. That's the thing. Alexander Hamilton. My name is Alexander Hamilton. Margaret has great friends and we presented them with Percy Pigs and ate an amazing birthday cake. Obviously you didn't. And then pizza came at God Midnight. Then we got to the airport like three hours too early and had to sit around for ages. <laughs> Whoops. Look, I was expecting the TSA to be very brutal and it was really easy. I'd rather be there early than rushing through. And we just um, sat and did my arrow words. People talking about the Pope. A little bit chilly. That was the, the Pope pe- was basically following us around. Yeah, we never actually saw the Pope, but he was, like, on our trail. Yeah. Then we got a quite rubbish flight home, and I couldn't sleep. And we got set of dinner at, like, 11pm. And then I was given a whole wheat croissant oh, yeah. in the morning. A whole wheat cro- It had grain in it. Yeah, the um the food situation on that flight was a little bit odd. I sort of expected that we would have something to eat when we got on, but I assumed it would be like a light supper, like yeah, maybe a sandwich. because you get a meal and a pastry. snack. I would have given us the snack in the evening and like a cooked breakfast. Yeah, oh but boy. we got um, a meal. So the time zone we were leaving, it was 11 o'clock at night. And the time zone we were going the time to... time zone we're entering... entering four it was o'clock in the morning. Four, four o'clock in the morning. Neither of those times... Appropriate time for Chinese wish, chicken. Or moussaka. It was, it was, you know, it tasted fine. I just did not eat all of it. It was quite turbulent and I had to do my meditation app three times. <laughs> I wasn't b- bothered by the turbulence. I was more annoyed. It's like, this is really inconvenient because you're making my head bounce against the seat. We arrived and came home and I felt very peculiar. My Fitbit tells me I slept no hours that night. <laughs> and the next day I slept 12 hours. Yeah, me too. Well, I slept about 11 and a half. I turned out at 11 and I recognised I sleep within about 10 minutes. And then I woke up, I slept absolutely solidly until my alarm went off at 10 o'clock and my first thought was, are you kidding me? Reset my alarm for an hour later to go off at 11. Then I lay there for a bit and thought, mm, I feel relatively awake actually. Maybe I will get up. And then obviously I, the next thing I knew, I woke up and it was 11 o'clock and my alarm was going off again. It's like, uh. So I slept for about 11 and a half hours, I reckon. But that is a good way to get over jet lag, is just to stay up all day and exhaust yourself. And so I haven't been like staying up till 2 or 3 in the morning, but I have been awake a bit longer than I would like to. I tried not to stay up till 2 o'clock in the morning. But you stay up till 2 o'clock in the morning anyway. Well, not always. 2 o'clock is like my absolute limit. Really, it's the absolute limit. For the uninitiated, I work in the evenings. That's not... Top five! Top fives. This week's top five is our top five moments from the holiday. USA. USA. Uh, yeah. Jessica, start me off. Start me off. Um, Number one, in no particular order. I don't know why I growled that. Oh my God. Are you a bad man? Oh my God. Highline. You could say it was a highlight. <laughs> uh, yeah, highlight. I mean, we've, you know, we've talked about it, but it was cool. It was nice. We got views. The weather was lovely. It was charming. You could do it a lot faster than we did, or you could do it a lot slower than we did it. I can't remember how long it took us, about an hour and a half? Yeah. We stopped for a bit to watch a community street choir. What it was was a free concert by some like Renaissance singers doing choral music. A street choir sounds like Sister Act 2. Yes. Rosie, number one. Loads of Girl Scout stuff. 
we went to a Girl Scout meeting where, for want of an American flag, we pledged allegiance to a bowl of flowers. Yes, we did. That was cool. That was my favourite. We also went to the Girl Scout store and bought some badges and chatted to the people and found out you can get Girl Scout Barbie dolls. Their, their merchandising is like, they, they're bringing the A-game merch-wise. It's brilliant. Then we went to Build-A-Bear so I could buy Rigby a jumper or a t-shirt. Couldn't find anything until Jessica suggested that intern Kaylee could wear one of their Build-A-Bear Girl Scout uniforms. So intern Kaylee is now dressed as a Girl Scout brownie. Amazing. She looks so cute. She's got the little brown vest. She's got a skort. She's uh, not uh, many badges, I notice. She's clearly very new. Who doesn't want a skort? Is it okay for grown-ups to wear skorts? Stop saying skort. Jessica, you're you're number two. Number two. Uh, Food. We ate some amazing food. I can't believe we haven't discussed it yet, but I'm sort of saving it for this very moment. Champ's Diner in Brooklyn, where we went twice. It was a vegan diner. And, notably, this never ever happens to me, even if you go to, like, vegetarian, vegan. Like, we have vegan options. Now, this place was completely vegan. It was an extensive menu, and I could have eaten literally anything I wanted. It took so long to choose what I was having for dinner. Uh, we went once for lunch, once for dinner, and uh, it was amazing. The first time I had French toast and uh, tofu scramble and home fries and stuff. And the second time I had waffles. I had waffles and then I had red velvet pancakes. And they had run out of whipped cream, so they said we could have ice cream and then they realized they didn't have vanilla ice cream so someone had gone to the store to get some so we had chocolate ice cream and then as soon as the guy got back from the store with vanilla we got more ice cream so basically they just kept bringing us stuff to appease us for the fact that they hadn't got any cream it was amazing and the hot chocolate was really good and it was just awesome i would also like to take this opportunity to mention crack pie many people had recommended i went to bomofuku for their crack pie and I did. Oh goodness, it was delicious. I can see why it's called crack pie. I can't tell you anything that's in it apart from heaven and crack. Also, we had donuts from a place around the corner from Champs in uh, Brooklyn, which is called something like the Brooklyn Donut Place or something. I don't know. Uh, anyway, that was pretty good because uh, I like donuts. The chocolate one was amazing. The pie place was amazing in Richmond. That time we got taken baked mac and cheese. Oh my god, that I knew there was another food-based thing. Uh, yeah, Sarita's mac and cheese, or smack as it's known. This is a very drug-heavy food segment. Um, yeah, it's spelled S-M-A-C, as in Sarita's mac and cheese. Smack. And it's really, really tasty, and they do vegan stuff. And you can either eat in, or you can get it hot to go, or they wrap it up cold for you, put it in a box, and you can take it home and bake it in the oven, which we did. And we watched Clueless for the Two Bossy Dames Clueless tweet along it was amazing i had roast tomatoes in mind rosie had hot dogs yeah we got it far too big but that was great because then we had leftovers for lunch the next day i'm gonna have macaroni cheese for lunch i've just decided my cheese in inverted commas number two Two. for me was going to see ask me another in brooklyn ask me another in brooklyn mainly because during the warm-up they did the who's traveled the furthest and we were like yes somebody said they come from queens and if eisenberg said anyone come further than queens and we're like we got this. And I just shouted, yes, rather than being like, Mandarin. It's just, yes. Like when we were at the Globe and I said, shame, instead of booing with everybody else. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then we had a chat. Good times. It was really good fun. I really enjoyed it. I love public radio. Support your local NPR station. Jonathan Coulson played um, Shop Back, which is a really good song. Number three, dogs. What I actually mean by that is... Uh... Can I pet your dog? Can I pet your dog? Uh, is we had a lovely afternoon in a cemetery looking at dog monuments whilst wearing flower crowns. Oh, I thought it was going to be the fact that if Margaret sees a dog, she says, Hi, is your dog friendly? And Jinx goes and makes friends with the dog. 
The dog may not be friendly, but it is when it meets Margaret. <laughs> I mean, it was generally Boston was a, a dog heavy experience. But no, really, what I meant was the, the lovely afternoon we spent in a cemetery. Mocking dead people's names. No one is called Lettuce anymore. No. I think this is sad. I like the name Lettuce. Okay, change your name then. Okay. Put your money where your mouth is with a deep pull. Rosie-Ann, Lettuces, day of fun. It still fits. It still fits. Hi, welcome to the last episode of Rosie and Lettuces. <laughs> I should say day of fun, otherwise it sounds like a podcast about vegetables. Hello, I'm Rosie and these are my lettuces. Today will we be romaine through the field of lettuces. Oh no, an iceberg. This one is a real gem. Not an ice gem. No, I hate ice gems, they're disgusting. Number three. The American Girl Place, but mainly our friend Jessie's reaction to the American Girl Place. She had no idea what she was in for. It went from, where are you taking me? Do I need to be frightened? Oh, I'm intrigued to full-on support, I think. I felt like that was her journey. Perplexed support. But still through a sheen of, like, bafflement. It kind of is a... Jessie, let us know if we've misinterpreted your response. Like a mecca to neoliberal doll collecting. Because you buy... The doll is like $80, and then for the historical ones, they all have loads of outfits and a bedroom set up, and then... Like, accessories. There's a 50s one that has her own diner, and in the window she'd fallen over. And... Two days later when we went back, she was still face down in the, on the uh, tiles. I mean, $58 for a model slow cooker. It did come with tiny little tongs. That is not good like enough. a recipe book. Oh, it comes with a model bread roll. Oh, it must be worth it. Number four, number four. Number four will be quick because it was AMA and we've discussed it already. Then my number four is everything Two Bossy Dames related. Staying with Margaret, Skyping with Sophie, eating Sophie's amazing cake. It was really nice. I love transatlantic friendship. Transatlantic friendship is great. Number five, Symphony. That was so good. By Diana Ross and the Super... Oh, no, wait. The Richmond Symphony. Again, we've discussed. It was a lovely, charming afternoon. Beethoven's Ninth. I mean, the first movement's a bit like that, but it really... Great. Number five, Netflix. <laughs> yes. Definitely. I mean, I can't... Like, the US Netflix selection is so good. You've got Parks and Rec. You've got New Girl. You've got Season 3 of Miss Fisher. You've got Psych. Everything. You've got all of Midsummer Murders. We don't have Midsummer Murders, and we invented it. This is like how we're really bad at football. Yeah, I did nearly text you last night when we were talking about what time to record and uh, say, yeah, I can do it any time because I can just watch Psych on Netflix. Oh, wait. Boo. I watch Psych anyway, because, well, I watch the end. And I've seen it, and I have it on DVD. That's not the point. I have an honourable mention. I have several honourable mentions. Okay, go first. Cat Cafe. Yeah. Hey, Rigatoni. Hey, cats. Oh, Rigatoni. I mean, I thought I loved Rigatoni, and then I met Tickles. Tickles. She had such big eyes. I love her so. Uh, My honourable mention, yeah, cats. The woman on the subway who was pushing a pram that had a sandwich toaster in it. Strong work. Strong work from her. No, baby. No, Just baby. a sandwich toaster. Yeah. MoMA, Museum of Modern Art. That was an excellent afternoon. MoMA, Mo Problems. What? We saw Starry Starry Night. Load of old Pollocks. Load of old Pollocks. The Marilyns. Loads of Seuss. Bit of Frida Carlo. Yep. Played Space Invaders. Oh, yeah, Space, Space Invaders Pong. Pong is Pong is rubbish. the worst game in the world. Pong is terrible. Space Invaders still excellent, though. So I have more. So, yeah, the view from the Amtrak was amazing. Uh, I like just wandering about and seeing stuff. I like the weather. The weather was good. The sky was blue. It was warm, but not too hot. Uh, I liked seeing old friends and meeting new friends. And I liked watching Pioneer Woman because I won Rosie around to the ways of Pioneer Woman because she never watched Pioneer Woman before. and It's awesome. You made it sound like I was opposed to Pioneer Woman. 
I know. I mean, you just you just not not experienced it before to it's know that. It's raining. Rosie's life is now complete. It didn't rain at all while we were in America, and I know it rained loads over here because I was looking at the weather forecast to remind me what <laughs> home was like. Shut up, uh, I'm cool. And it's yeah. raining, and I'm gonna go and pick apples. But not really because all of my apples are falling on the ground and are rotting away and I'm a bit worried I'm going to have loads of new apple trees. And now they'll be wet. Meh. What have we seen this holiday? What have we seen this holiday? Weeks and a half, fortnight. Well, I mean, obviously the Hamilton soundtrack had gone online while we were on holiday, so everyone was hashtag Hamiltunes. Getting on the hashtag Hamil train. Oh, I like it. So it's it's good. It's a hip-hop musical about Alexander Hamilton. It's great because it's one of those things that's enjoyable and entertaining, but secretly educational as well. I learned stuff. I'd heard of him and that was it. And now we know more. So you can listen to that on Spotify. It is online for your delectation. And if you're in New York, maybe go see it. I mean, maybe we should have tried to go and see it, but apparently it's very hard to get tickets. While we're in America, we watched every single Stefan sketch from Saturday Night Live. (laughs) Stefan! For those of you who have never seen it on Saturday Night Live, Bill Hader used to play a character called Stefan who would come on Weekend Update and tell the people what to do in New York, which would always descend into him saying, New York's hottest club is Kevin, or a funny club, and then explaining what was going on inside it. He was a city correspondent and he was supposed to be offering activities that would be suitable for like wholesome family activities just for regular people. Maybe like, you know, families with their grandparents to go and see just like something nice for Mother's Day or something. And then he would come up with the most ridiculous like... As Seth Meyers described it, he is like the visions of a dying gay man under too many blankets. <laughs> and it's incredible. It's terrific. And uh, you can buy a Stefan t-shirt, which I did not buy because it was like $30. But good Stefan... Well, thank you very much for listening to our USA of Fun special. USA. We also have a new exciting announcement, which is that if you love our show, which of course you do. Obviously you do. You've made it this far. You can buy Rosie and Jessica t-shirts. Yay! Merchandising opportunity. If you go to shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash oh my greyhounds. Oh my greyhounds. There you can buy Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun t-shirts. Uh, they are a lovely mint t-shirt, like the background of our logo, featuring the fun Rosie and Jessica's new logo with our lovely faces on it, now reflecting our current hair. New things will be added. There are all sorts of things we can get on their t-shirts, bags, jumpers. So if there's anything you particularly want our faces on, up to and including pillowcases, please don't suggest that. <laughs> Let us know and we will sort that out and we will make those available if there's anything you particularly like. You may have seen across the internet the Rosie and Jessica's USA of Fun tote bags that we had for the, the trip featuring our fancy American image, which will be up on this podcast and you can currently see on Twitter of us dressed up to reflect our travels. So why not get a t-shirt with our faces on at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash oh my greyhounds. By soon, by often. Just the once will do. Thank you very much for listening to our USA of Fun special. Thank you for going on holiday, Jessica. You're very welcome. What should we do next week? Oh, well, nothing. <laughs> Sleep. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Bye. Bye. That's still France. <sighs> To 
find out more and to read show notes for this and past episodes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at hello at rosieandjessica.co.uk. And you can follow us on Twitter at The Day of Fun Show. Don't forget you can find all of our archives and leave reviews and ratings on iTunes. See you soon.